Well, good evening, all my fellow travelers, my soulmates, my my heart, my soul, my friends. I'm so happy to have you here. <sighs> Let's take a nice deep breath <sighs> and feel the gratitude of our friends, the souls that come together. We are where we're supposed to be at this exact moment in time. Nowhere else but here, joining in our oneness, connecting, feeling our oneness, knowing our journeys together, and sharing love and compassion and understanding. And we know it's all about love. And it starts not only with love for our brothers, but love for ourselves. We truly love ourselves the way God loves us and know that we are one with God. We are part of the Godness of this world. We are all one with Father, Mother, and Son as one. So let me just read these words, get us centered a little further. (sighs) Divine love radiates from our hearts to others in an ever-widening circle of love. We embody divine love, and we are grateful for healthy, fulfilling relationships. We are blessed and a blessing to others. That's us. We are divine love, and our hearts radiate out in a widening circle of love. We have no clue. Like that petal dropped in that pond, and those ripples just keep going out and out and out. So we, when we keep love in our heart, when we walk through this earth in our human form, and we feel that love and we radiate that love, we are fulfilling our purpose. And with that, we are so grateful. And God is grateful with us because he's part of us, part of the group, part of that pebble that's hitting that pond and sending out love to all of us. So, here we are. Our mighty four tonight. As I said, we'll be getting into chapter four. The Dismantling of Illusion. And I'll just back us up with the last paragraph of the last chapter, which was the true self. And and this is a short one. It's only eight paragraphs. So we'll probably get through this and continue into, probably continue into five. Okay? So this is what he said to us last week. While you continue to see the call of this course as a call to goodness, you will surely fail. The self, the true self that I recognize as you, is is not other than who you are. But who... Wait, let me read that again. (laughs) The true self that I recognize as you, with a capital Y, is not other than who you are, but who are who you are. Why is that not ringing a bell? 
All that was ever other than who you are was the ego. The ego is gone. The ego is simply your idea of who you were. This idea was a complex set of judgments of good and bad, right and wrong, worthy and unworthy, a list as endless as it is worthless. Realize now the worthlessness of this idea and let it go. Judy, you want to go into paragraph one, the dismantling of illusion? Okay, ah, the dismantling of illusion. This is not a self-help course, but just the opposite. This course has stated time and time again that you cannot learn on your own and that resigning as your own teacher is the only way to learn a new curriculum. This course will not call you to effort of any kind. It will not tell you to leave behind your addictions or to go on a diet or a fast. It will not even tell you to be kind. It does not tell you to be responsible and does not chide your irresponsibility. It does not claim that you were once bad, but that by following these tenets you can become good. It gives no credence and no blame to any past cause for your depression, anxiety, meanness, illness, or insanity. It merely calls you to sanity by calling you to let go of illusion in favor of the truth. Oh, yay. Yeah. Yvonne, two and three, please. Uh, Thank you, Paula. The sameness of this course calls you... Oh, okay. The sameness that this course calls you to is not a sameness of body or of habit. It asks not for monks or clones. It asks not that you give up anything but illusion, which is the giving up of nothing. Before we can go on, you must take all such ideas from your mind. Such ideas are not small matters. Ideas are the foundations of the self, the small self. You cannot have an idea of goodness without having an idea of evil. You cannot have an idea of an ideal state without having an idea of a state that is not ideal. You cannot have an idea you call right without believing in an idea that can be wrong. Pass. Aaron, I'll jump in here. Four. The ego made such ideas necessary for the idea of the ego was the idea made such ideas necessary for the idea of the ego was wrong or inaccurate. The only way to bring that inaccuracy to light was through contrast. To function from an inaccurate foundation was to build upon that foundation building a structure with a foundation that would not support it was the folly that the ego made of life. The only way for such an error to be seen as an error was through its dysfunction. Uh, yeah, Judy, six mm-hmm. and seven, and then Yvonne, you can wrap it up with eight. Okay? 
Okay, great. Thanks, Paula. The only way to correct such an error is to dismantle the structure and begin again with a foundation capable of being built upon. This is what we have done. We have taken away the foundation of illusion, the one error that became the basis of all that came after it. You cannot make another error such as this, for it is the one error. Does it not make sense that the only error possible is that of not being who you are? You can dismantle the ego and build another in its place, and this has at times been done in the individual with great training, as in military training or in cases of great abuse when a second ego personality is developed to save the first. The ego has also been dismantled and rebuilt over time and been seen as the rise and fall of civilizations. But as we have said before, the only replacement that will work is the replacement of illusion with the truth. The very purpose of this treatise is to prevent the replacement of illusion with illusion or one ego self with another. The training of this course, while gentle in nature, has been great, as great as that of any military training, as great as any emotional trauma that has left one in a state of emptiness. This is, in effect, the state in which you currently find yourself. Yvonne? Yeah, thank you, Judy. I repeat, and I will do so again and again, that the ego self is gone from you. Whether you fully realize this or not matters not. This is a course of love. No, this a course of love has accomplished. Now the choice is before you to do one of two things, to proceed toward love or fear. If you proceed with fear, you will assemble a new ego self, an ego self that perhaps will seem superior to the old, but which will nonetheless still be an ego self. If you proceed with love, you will come to know your Christ self. Thank you. Hallelujah. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah. Oof. Hmm. That was lovely. Thank you, Guy. That was just so perfect. Thank you for your energy input, Lana. I felt it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All that I yep. have is yours. All that I have is yours for sure. Uh, <laughs> and don't we just love you to death for it? <laughs> you know, there's one. Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. No, you know. Oh, I, go ahead. How many times? <clears throat> I've read this, you know, so many, so many times, and I don't know why my voice is getting choked on me. i got to get, you go. I'm going to go get some water, okay? Yeah, okay, <clears throat> sure. The one thing that I really um, got from this, and it just kind of struck me, is in 4.8, whether you fully realize this or not matters not. That's in respect to um, the ego self is gone from you, and it's, I don't know about the rest of you gals, but sometimes I don't think that, but I'm coming to more and more, and it's getting stronger and clearer every day. That's why I think that's why it just struck me so, so 
I don't know, so whatever it is tonight. So thanks. I just wanted to share that. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Judy, because this is right after, right? This a course of love has accomplished. And we're yeah. already with the book of the course of love. Now we're into the trees. So it's already saying we've gone through this, you know, we've already experienced this. So the course of love has accomplished the fact that our ego doesn't matter anymore. So I love oh, that. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah, too. It was, the thing real to begin with, you know, it's we just yeah, gave it so much meaning. We just gave it so much meaning. And once, you know, I don't know about you guys, but once I found out, you know, through A Course in Miracles that this wasn't who I was, and in fact the idea of the ego didn't even exist. It was just something I made up. You know, it was, um, in fact, I don't even, I don't even think I um, refer to it anymore as, ego i i just um you know like uh jesus says in a course of love it's more of a bad habit a pattern of thinking um it's it's just a bad habit and and um and what i love now is gosh as soon as that fearful thought shows up in my awareness i can recognize it now for what it is and heal it and let it go and um and that you know, I don't have to be stuck there for a week or a month or a year. <laughs> you know, it's 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 we can just, you know, recognize it and say, You're not real, you don't exist. Bye bye. <laughs> you know, Lon, I so so agree with you on that one. You know, there was a point in time where I would just not give the ego prominence. I would not put it on an altar. You know, yes. it's like, you know, you, you, you're nothing. You know, I wouldn't even say the ego made me. You know, everything was the ego. And that was mm-hmm. the one thing, and I have to say, there's like, I kind of got tired of hearing about the ego in The Course of Miracles. Because, me too. You know, like you, yeah, it's like, all right, you know. I know I'm not an ego. I, you know, I'm finding my true self, you know, and I won't give it that praise or even acknowledge it. I'm going to just yeah. wrap it yeah. with love. I'm going to put my arms around it and say, I love you. Mm-hmm. Because because mm-hmm. of you, I am able to go with Yeah, it's like, thank you. You make whatever is going on, it, it, whatever you see, it's making me look at life differently. It's making me go deeper to see what is inside, you know. So, you know, it's, it was the necessary evil, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it still yeah. continues to be if I allow it. Yeah. You know, and I love, I love what he said here, too. In seven, the ego has been dismantled and rebuilt over time and has been seen as the rise and fall of civilizations. But as we have said before, the only replacement that will work is the replacement of illusion with the truth. Mm-hmm. And that is essentially... Yeah. Yes. It's lovely. You know? And once, once I remember um, that it has no power except what mm-hmm. I give it. There is a beautiful <laughs> sentence in A Course in Miracles where Jesus says, by giving... Power to nothing, 
he loses mm-hmm. the glorious opportunity of knowing that nothing has no power. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you know what I think is, is, is the challenge when I find out I don't have an ego and I recognize that when fear shows up, but these stories we make up, and these I think are the structures that holds that idea of an ego or fear in place. It's these stories we make up that serve as a structure that holds the idea in place. And it's um, a rabbit hole you just want to stay away from. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lana, I what I think whenever now I get into uh um like not connected, I'm looking at the pattern. So I, I like what you said, the patterns. It's the patterns now that I look at and say, Oh my here here we go again, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I don't fall into the quote on trap, okay, that's my ego. You know, and that's what I hate too, when the concept of my ego that's, you don't own the ego, you know, the ego is not real, you know, why just call it yours, it's just like it's your shoes or your house or whatever, you know, that's the thing I've gotten, I've, I'm really glad to, to be beyond, so I like yeah. this one, we about the patterns, okay, my pad, this is a pattern that I keep, that keeps coming up, okay, we're, now I can look at it, you know, when am I ever going to let go of that pattern, as opposed to mm. saying, Hey, here the ego goes again. Got me all upset for the rest of the day, or you know something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. And that's yeah. giving it prominence. That's what I said. I will not give it prominence. Will not put it on a pedestal. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. you know, and yeah. you know, the word I've been using when when I'm in that pattern, it's that an opportunity. I look at it as an mm-hmm. opportunity. You know, let me look inside. Let you know something. The other day, just a three-letter word, I, I got a text. I was corresponding back and forth with this um, male friend of mine, and he just came back with this, you know, like something, three letters. It, put, it, it went so deep, so deep, that if I want, I, I was starting to feel like an anger towards myself. You know, something, even in my childhood, it was that deep. And it was like bubbling up and bubbling up. And I'm saying, and I was getting more angry and like, how dare he? And I was like, and then like I said, no way, no way. Let me look at this. Let me realize it's not the truth of who I was and who I am. It's mm-hmm. part of that story, that pattern that I've held on to. And I, you know, I, I was ready to ruin a whole relationship that I have with this. He's a male friend. I was mm-hmm. going to just go back with words that would just knock his knees off. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, that's how this, this feeling was coming up. And I said, no, just let it come up. Look yeah. at it. No, it's not the truth. That's a pattern, a story you told yourself years ago. Look at yourself now. Feel who you are now. 
and how you, you know, you're seeing the truth and you know, I could have done a, a deep, I would have been dancing with the ego with, for days. <laughs> but you didn't. Crucifying this other soul. Mm-hmm. Crucifying mm-hmm. my words and my, my thoughts. Yes. Yeah. And yet I said no. I, I was grateful. Yeah. I, I looked at it and I said, that's not who wow. I am now. No way. That's huge. That's really huge. It, it was. That it really, was. I got that. I get that. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, it's when um, we recognize that the ego doesn't exist, um, mm-hmm. you know, with, with me, it's like a lot of that shame and guilt disappears. It's Now it's like, oops, I did it again. Keep moving mm-hmm. on. <laughs> I don't. Yep. To, I don't have to judge myself as being a failure or anything. You know, I kind of like to look at it or hold it as my humanity. I'm human, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my yeah. spiritual self, uh, my true self, is perfect, but my humanity, not so much. You know, so <laughs> I give myself oh, a break. You know. You know, and oh. I don't have to. I don't have to judge myself. I'm just a beautiful. No. I'm a beautiful child of God, no matter yes. what shows up. Well, what I do, Absolutely. what I don't do, it's all mm-hmm. never changes. Never no. changes. Our true identity doesn't change. It is changed less. We become more. Yes. Never become less. We're always becoming more and more and more of our true selves. Yes. Always, all the time. All the time. Always. Yes, That's and I think beautiful. the key—I think the the key word is we stop judging ourselves, and we just start mm-hmm. realizing that our authentic self can get angry, and that's perfectly yeah. okay. That's and right. Read the dialogues. Read, read dialogues unveiled. We can get angry. We can sh- we can speak sharply as we are coming from our authentic selves, which is love. And there's never any reason to judge ourselves for that ever. No, Sometimes yeah. the words just so need to be said. It's so refreshing. I don't have to feel oh, yeah. guilt about my no. about so-called ego showing up. You know, it's no. I, it's okay. I can be angry. You know, I can get yeah. mad at somebody. You know, that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. What a fun. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Those are those opportunities. Yeah. Let's say, like, yes. like, where does that anger come from? You know? Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, we're just being our true self. That's all he's yeah. asking us to be is our true self. And as long as we know within ourselves, with, as long as I know within myself, my only intent is to extend love. And no matter what comes mm-hmm. out of my mouth, it's going to come out with love. It can't not. It has to come out with love. As I know where I'm coming from, we know where we come from. And when we're coming from love, and I know all of us here on this call tonight, and I know this, we all come from that place of love. Yeah, and so but we anytime, forget. <laughs> well, I don't know that we forget. I think sometimes we get a little overwhelmed when we get charged oh, or when we get oh. triggered. Or yeah. we get triggered by something that happened in our long distance, you know, 150 years ago childhood. <laughs> and, and the soul that showed up in front of us. Yes. 
gave us the opportunity well, that, yeah. to do that well, deep dive and that cleansing. We we cast we cast all the characters in our little vignettes oh, of life. Yeah. We cast uh-huh. them all, and they play their parts to perfection. <laughs> I can get triggered. I mean, that's I still I get triggered all the time, but I can look at it and say, "Oops, <laughs> okay, yeah. am I?" A minute or two, a couple of minutes, five minutes, even sometimes longer. Okay, Yvonne, you've got, you know, you got to look, you know, work to do, so to speak. And uh, I'm getting much better at just doing that now, more relaxed. I may be aged oh, or something that I don't know. Um, but, and I don't have a, a, a heavy life, big life, you know, a very simple life. And mm-hmm. I don't have a beautiful. Life you know what I mean? Outside external stuff that can trigger me, it's all within that triggers. Yes. Yeah, I, can, I understand that one hundred percent. Yeah. So, you know, I okay, that's fine. I'm not after that, I'm not triggered anymore and I'm it's all good. Go. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> I know that that um I, I had a big wallop a couple of years ago. And once I realized that it wasn't the current event that was charging me to the nth degree, that it was something that happened in my long-distance past, I went back to the source, discovered what it was, and realized that the current event was nothing. It was just, you know, it was just an event. And all events are neutral, as we all know. And I was giving it so much meaning, and I realized that all the meaning I was giving it had to do with my early, my early years. And so once I realized that, it's like no matter whatever, whenever that issue came up again and again and again, it's just merely I'm just looking at it and saying, no, this is a neutral event. It has nothing to do with anything. It doesn't even have to do with me. <laughs> you know, it really doesn't. And here I am reacting to something that I think I'm giving meaning to because it's charging me. And so when I realize that it's, it's not a current event, it's so easy. It's so easy. To, it just like mirrors, like, like glass. It just smoothed over so clearly. And I just didn't feel the, the charge anymore. And it came up again and again, and it was less and less and less. Now I just don't, I don't even get that charge anymore. It's just not there. And, you know, that's I don't the thing. Even... It, will, it will keep coming up and up until you get to that point where it, there's yeah. no more charge. You know, exactly. that's, you know, if we keep banking it down or not looking at it, which, you know, from in the past without even knowing mm-hmm. what I was doing, but now that we, you know, like, we, you know, from what we've learned and read and believed, mm-hmm. you know, and we go to, like you say, you know, the authentic self knows the truth. And it does, it's like, yes. I, it's easier to do it, but there was a time, you know, you just keep going back. You know, I, you look back, I can look back in my life, and I mean, I was constantly, you know, reliving it, you know, in so many ways and action my mm-hmm. way what I was doing in life at the time you know what whatever mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah, that was part of the journey and it's okay absolutely I couldn't agree with you more it is okay and I don't I yeah. don't mind any I don't mind any of the times I got triggered all it did was it helped me realize it is an opportunity to get rid of this it's an mm-hmm. opportunity for me to discover why I'm so charged what the root cause of it is, understand that, absolutely dissolved it to the point where, as I said, you know, for the next, you know, for a couple of times, three, four, maybe five, six times, it came up and I found myself getting not so charged. Each and every time it was less and less and less. And now it's like it doesn't even happen anymore because there's nothing left in me to be charged. There's nothing Mm -hmm. left in me to be triggered. And that's what I was after all along was moving my own 
whatever it is in me that I was making such a big deal out of, I had to get rid of that. And then that way there's nothing left in me to get triggered. It's not like I'm getting triggered and pushing it down or saying it isn't happening. There's just nothing there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's just nothing there mm-hmm. anymore. Jesus says, I will forgive and this will disappear. <laughs> I remember um, when my father died, I was 18 and, oh my God, it was, uh, it was like carrying a dagger in my heart for 20 years. You know, I couldn't look at a picture of him. I couldn't, I couldn't think of him, you know, even to think, call him to mind. Oh, my God, it was so painful. I just adored that man. But, you know, I had this miraculous healing one night. Um, I was, well, this was about, I guess, maybe 15 years ago, and I was on one of the very first little chat rooms, ACIM chat rooms in Ning, and um, we had this miraculous occurrence um the the wife of uh the man that held that you know that facilitated it his wife was dying and um we were all with him when he when she transitioned and she left each of us that were on the call a gift and um it was like i felt her as she left her body you know and she was moving on and and I didn't recognize it until the next day when I started to notice those things that used to annoy me or upset me or cause me pain weren't there anymore. You know, it was like this mass healing. And my father, um, I even thought of him and there was the ouch was gone. It was totally gone. And the only thing that remained was my love for him. And it was, um, I still look at that as one of the greatest, well, so many miracles, but that's really towards the top of my list (laughs) for (laughs) healing. That was just so amazing. 20 years I carried that dagger in my heart, or more than 20 years, you know. So um, it's once it's healed, it's healed, and it won't show up again. You know, once it's healed, Mm -hmm. it's healed forever. Yeah. You have freed yourself you. of that. Bless you, dear. Yeah. I'm going to make a suggestion here. I think, unfortunately, Lana can't read. Yvonne, you read that last paragraph. Judy, you read that last paragraph, and then I'll read it. And I think then we'll move on to the next chapter. But I think that oh. last very next paragraph is worth a read. And read it slow. Take it in for yourself. I will. Oh, okay. Thank you, dear. I will do that. Okay. I repeat, and will do so again and again, that the ego self is gone from you. The ego self is gone from you. Whether you fully realize this or not matters not. This a course of love has accomplished. Now the choice, the choice is before you to do one of two things. To proceed toward love or fear. If you proceed with fear, you will assemble a new ego self, an ego self that that perhaps will seem superior to the old, 
which will nonetheless still be an ego self. If you proceed with love, proceed with love, you will come to know your Christ self. My one and only goal. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so powerful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, my turn. I repeat, and will do so again and again, that the ego self is gone from you. Whether you fully realize this or not matters not. This, a course of love, has accomplished. Now the choice is before you to do one of two things, to proceed proceed toward love or fear. If you proceed with fear, you will assemble a new ego self, an ego self that perhaps will seem superior to the old, but which will nonetheless still be an ego self. But if you proceed with love, you will, without a doubt, (laughs) come to know your Christ self. And with that, I say amen, 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 amen. 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 Indeed. I really feel Jesus sometimes like that when he speaks like that. Mm It's just pretty deep. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, definitely. And it's like, hey, like, you. I'll what? tell you this over and over. Like, it's, hey, you. I'll tell you this over and over again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's so, so you get it. Get it. <laughs> so gentle, but yeah. whether you realize it or not matters not. I mean, you know, and like yeah. you said, the, the, the course of love is accomplished is that the ego doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. No, yep. these things... How many times I got to tell you, but, you know, I'll do it again and again. It's just so gentle. And, oh, I just love it. And I cherish every time I get that feeling. I just mm-hmm. thank you, Jesus. Warm, warm, uh, warm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's oh, such I a loving you. feeling. I thank Mother Mary. <laughs> I thank the world. <laughs> Talk about yeah. patience. Oh, my God, Jesus. such infinite patience. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are so loved. <laughs> you know, it's like we are. Oh God. Yeah. We certainly you know, are. We are loved and we are blessed. You know, I, I don't know if any of you but I've been following that new series, The The Chosen. I it's the fourth season coming up. It is I have fell so in love with Jesus. It is Oh I know. God. Love it too. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. And you know that episode in the first, uh, the first episode with the little children. How gentle he was. Oh was yes. Little... Oh, remember that one? Oh, that's how he looked oh, at us. Episode brought brings something special. You know, every mm. episode um, reveals a new layer to Jesus. Yeah. Reveals a new layer. And and you fall you do fall in love with his humanity, with his mm-hmm. divinity, with the whole shebang, you know. He's oh, it's yeah. just and, and that scene where Ma- Mary Magdalene gets you know 
goes astray again and comes back and she falls into his arms and he hugs her. Oh, I know. I know. That's so beautiful. Oh, my God. I felt it. I felt it. Oh, they're doing such a beautiful job. And the disciples, I've... I, I'm in love with Matthew. <laughs> I know, and and what's a Peter boy? He can be a really pain in the butt sometimes. You know? yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, I love but that. But it's hard. You know, you you read these biblical figures, you know, and you go to whatever religion, and they put them on that. But this has made them us. You know, they were just. Who was the fisherman? Who was the con man? Who was this? Who was that? And Jesus chose them to be his disciples and, 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 you know, his apostles. And we are, too. We're chosen mm-hmm. with all our faults, our warts and yes. pimples, as I say. Yes, God absolutely. And I, absolutely. I am so, so enamored with that. Yes, I fell in love with with all of it. Uh, okay. So I, you know what, I, what? I was just want to add this, that I really, I really feel that the whole purpose of all of this is to allow us to fall in love with ourselves. Mm-hmm. To fall in love oh, yeah. with ourselves and to know that we are as Jesus has been. There's no difference. There's no difference. He knew who he was. He knew that he was a pure being of love, and he exemplified that all the time. And, and that's what that wanted us to do. I, what yeah. is well, that really said, We read, let me just say, if you proceed with love, you will come to know your Christ self. Exactly. Then, and you know, it's the capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, because okay. the feeling that I have, like I was saying about how I feel, that that is the Christ self that I'm connecting. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I know that, but at the same time, you know, I I do I, I do know. love to talk to us like this. <laughs> well, of course we're human. Of course we're human, yeah. and we want that, and we're always and looking we can for that it. in other humans. And we can accept that humanness. That's what I love about this. Absolutely. We can accept Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes. No, and understand yeah. that what we want is not going to come from another person. It's only going to come from the love of God, which is within us as it was within Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know what else has been really... Um, I've been really pondering it or contemplating it a lot. And it... Um, it shows up in a lot of Sebastian's books, too, where Jesus is imploring <laughs> with us. He just let yourself be loved. Let yourself be loved. And, yes. um, that, and then I started to realize how challenging that is for me. You know, I, I can love anybody, you know, and everybody, but... Mm-hmm. To, to allow that love to come in, to let that love come in, whether it's the love of God or the love of Jesus or Mary or the love of you guys or anybody, my family, 
um, you know, is to let that love in. And, um, boy, that can be challenging sometimes. And, and I noticed how I, over the years, I just block it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I guess it goes back to that unconscious feeling of unworthiness, you know, mm-hmm. of being, you know, being raised Catholic, when you graduate from that school, the one thing you know for sure is you're unworthy. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you don't know anything else. You learn you're unworthy. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, and just letting that whole idea go that I'm not wor- I'm worthy. I am worthy. We are worthy. Oh, totally. Totally. We are worthy. <laughs> totally. Absolutely, completely, 100% worthy. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, we've, you know, we were all brainwashed as kids through religion oh, or through yeah. teachers or parents or whatever. We were taught a whole bunch of crap. Period. Yeah, yep. You yeah. know, You're going to go to hell. You're going to exactly. hell. <laughs> well, fortunately, I never... Fortunately, my religion never preached that, so I guess I got lucky in one respect. You were lucky, yeah. You were lucky. Fire and brimstone. You eat meat on Friday, you're going to hell. Yeah, well, fortunately, yeah. So I never had that to contend with. However, I do understand the, the power of brainwashing, the power of programming, and mm-hmm. we were all susceptible to it. And I, I truly do feel um, I mean, Catholicism is huge, okay? It is huge. It has just been so pervasive over the centuries, mm-hmm. so pervasive. And yet, you know, there are so many people that just love it. My ex-mother-in-law mm-hmm. was a real strong Catholic. And my God, I loved that woman so completely. She was a better mother to me as a mother-in-law than any mother, mother, any mother I could have had. We just got along so well. And, um, you know, and I got to learn an awful lot from that woman. And, yeah. So and I understand completely what it can do. And at the same yeah. time, we are worthy. We are completely worthy. Yes. Yes. Imagine. Yes. We deserve. <laughs> we deserve love. We deserve to feel love. We deserve to feel loved. We deserve to feel safe and cared yeah. for and protected and just plain loved. That's our birthright. We are loved. Totally. And let I know how tough it is to allow it in. I know it can be a challenge to let it in. Oh, but yeah. and I know for uh, I know for myself I have I know I've just been so focused about the last, I guess, maybe two, three months, like even more focused than I ever was before, on allowing that love into me, allowing mm-hmm. myself to feel it, experience it, and just revel in that feeling. Because once mm-hmm. I have that within me, then I can extend it. So I just want to let it in. Yes. I'm motivated than I've ever been before to let it in. <sighs> Me and Lana, too. I know how tough it can be. I know how tough it can be. I know how we yeah, can, I've gone through we my think whole we're protecting. Life that. Yeah, yeah, I feel felt it's, always unworthy of love. Oh, I you're not. None of us so are. many ways. But as a child, yeah, well, it was I all. If you're going to pardon the language, girls, that was all. That was all bull. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know the second word. It was just bull crap. That is crap of the bull. Yeah. That's it. That's all it was. Yeah. It was the crap yeah. of the bull. <laughs> 
Exactly right. <laughs> Thank you for getting that. <laughs> we got it. In so many ways. Yeah. But you know, and we all deserve and, love. You We're know, all as a worthy child, you're like a little, you know, as a child, you're like a little sponge. Oh, you know? yes. And yeah. words just come in and they, and you take them in so deeply. And yes. then, you know, you can... And, and you, all you want to feel is love, and you're not getting it. And then you're told well, things, yes. you know, you're yes, not, in know. so many ways where you feel you're not worthy of it. And then you go to church or to school, and you know, I didn't go to Catholic school, but I went to you know catechism, and you know, it's like if you don't do this, you know, God won't mm-hmm. love you. You know, you're gonna, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah. and you yeah, go, well, you that's know, you know what that is, yeah, yeah, drop of the bowl. So, you know, just understand that these are where our psychological triggers come from. This is why we get so triggered today, because of a lot of this old brainwashing that we bought. We absolutely, I mean, we paid double for it. I mean, they would ask $10 for this crap that that they're feeding us, and we would gladly give them 100 for it. That's how we ate it up. So, yeah, it's pretty stuck down in there in the root of our being. And so in order to release it, I need to, I, I've always needed to just look at it. What is this? What is going on? Understand it, and then I can release it. It's pure, deep down root gut healing. And all I can share with you is it works. Well, it worked for me, and it's still working for me when I do it, when I remember to do it. And I always remember to do it because I don't like being, I don't like feeling awful. I know. <laughs> you know, and when I'm triggered, I start to feel awful, and I don't like that. So, yeah, you know, let me look at it. Let me get yeah, I'm not, li- like I'm not liking it either. I am not liking it at all. Yeah, no. so, you know, so I just have to look at it. That's all. I mean, it, it's not easy, but it is so simple. It is so simple. Yeah. Just look at it, and it will disappear like a ta- paper tiger. It just goes away. You know, and I think I mentioned this on another call. I have a few friends that we go back, way back to our childhood, you know, growing up, Mm. young kids. And I just severed a relationship with this one friend because that's all she wanted to do is go back, you know, go back in history constantly. Like, you know, like, that's all she had was, you know, remembering. How awful? Was she remembering you know, how awful, awful everything was? Well, yeah, yeah okay. you know, like, yeah. like you know, she, yeah. what she thought maybe was a pleasant memory, and I'll, I, it brings me back to a time when that, those weren't pleasant memories for me at that time, you know? Ah. Or it just, I, you know, because I, the past, and that's what broke, because when I said, well, the past is over, we have to live in the now, she got so upset with me. How could you say that? That's all we have is the past. She carried on and it got crazy. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't do that. I try to live in now. You know, well, what do you got now? We're old and what do you got? You know, I you know, lost my family. And she, oh, my God. It was like I couldn't. And we just yeah. hung up on each other and that was it. Uh. Unfortunately, that happens. I know it's sad, but unfortunately, that does happen. That happens when there's that kind of a deep misunderstanding, and it is sad. There's no doubt about it. You know, is it a misunderstanding, or is it from, like, what we know 
Hustle, and this is how I try to look at it. You know, hustle is on its own journey. Yes. And maybe that's what she still needs. You know, so, you know, I'm only, you know, my birthday passed. She didn't acknowledge it. And her birthday was just the beginning of the month. And I was starting to say, like, let me just pick up a phone. And I, you know, mend this. I, I don't want to sever this relationship. And I kept putting it off and putting it off. And, and you know, then I get caught up in my day and and I'd forget about it. And, but, you know, this relationship, when I think about it, has been, has its up and downs in the last, you know, say, as we matured into adulthood. And there were times, there was a time we didn't speak for like a couple of years. And I don't know who met, who got in touch with who, but we got together again. But you know when you're trying to keep a relationship going and it's just not working, mm-hmm. you know? And then when she yeah. she had lost this fellow in her life, you know, she never married him, but they had a, you know, a, a relationship and he died. And I was on the phone with her like every day talking to her. And she, there was something we were together, but as she was healing within or getting over it, that, and I think that's what she was like, how can you tell me to get, you know, not think of the past, look at the years I had with Ray, and blah, blah, blah. and I said, I'm not saying, you know, so it was just, there was no talking, it was just beyond, you know, rational conversation mm-hmm. at some point, so, yeah. Well, I know, I just feel we will talk again, but it'll be when it's mm-hmm. time. You know, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and you know, no I'm say this, and if it's not meant to be, it's fine, because I believe in another time, another lifetime, not in the same form, our two souls will come together for whatever purpose. Oh, clearly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they totally know will. That. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. that. That's what makes me. Like, don't force it, don't, if you don't feel it, don't pick up that phone. You know you, mm. you're not doing the right. That's right. That's no. right. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus tells me all the time, do what brings you peace. Do what yeah. brings totally. you peace. Totally. Well, and I think we'll travel yourself. around through eternity um, in these constellations of souls. Mm-hmm. You know, we right. have a soul family. And uh, we travel all over the place, you know, together. We never, uh, ever separate. Um, we can't no. separate. Yeah. I so, yes. I'm with you on yeah. that with Lana. Yeah. 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 Same here. Same here. We yeah. do. And yeah. that's why, you know, certain people, you know, you know them, but you meet them mm-hmm. and you don't know them from this life, but you know mm-hmm. you know them. So and you can feel whether it is, and you can feel the relationship that, hey, hey, something about this. I just can't take this, per, you know. So something that came from that past is coming up again. So it's not always, oh yeah, ah. this is my soulmate. Oh no, you know when you get you meet someone, you say, why does this person rub me so wrong? Like you said, Business, <laughs> unfinished business. Props from a hundred years ago. You know, when you were, I don't know, you were 
bebopping around on George Washington's plantation, and she was that pretty girl that had all the guys flirting. And, <laughs> and, and let's say we don't always come back as females. We come back in some oh, no. you know, male, yeah, female, female yeah. relationship. Or maybe yeah. even a toad. A toad. <laughs> no, we don't go that No, far. we don't. No, we do not. Absolutely. <laughs> we might start out as a toad. <laughs> no, I don't even think so. No, we start out as what we are. <laughs> we do. Yeah. And we, re- yeah, we reincarnate as, as males all the time. I, I, I don't say to live. We, I say incarnate. Okay, yes, incarnate, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, that is a much better way of putting it. And it's true, we do. We incarnate as, as males as well as females. Otherwise, how would mm-hmm. our overall soul learn yes. all the lessons that we need to learn? We have to view it from all perspectives. And the truth is our souls are neither male nor female. It's a blending. Exactly. It's an absolute blending of the two. Yes. Are we? Do we want to read a little bit more? Oh, I can't read. I'm just listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Paula, okay. right. Paula, you mentioned about starting the next one. Yes, um, I know, but we had some great conversation here. So, all right. Absolutely. Now we're going to go into chapter five. The original purpose, and there's eight paragraphs, and we all read. Well, Yvonne read last, as far as the curriculum. So, Judy, you want to read one and two, Yvonne, three and four. I'll do five and six. And then Judy will do seven and Yvonne do eight. And I think that'll okay. take, get us Perfect. through. So, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Original purpose. Original purpose. Thank well, you, God. Reading to me. <laughs> you. Our pleasure, sweetheart. <laughs> well, you have just been told that you now exist in a state of emptiness. This is not a state to be feared. Yet it is this fear of emptiness that has in the past made those who have experienced it rush to find the easiest and most available replacement. The ego, parentheses, the ego, or that which has become familiar, if not known, end parentheses. While few of you have ever before reached the emptiness caused by the complete absence of the ego, just as few of you have never felt some sort of absence. All the lessons you have drawn to yourself in your lifetime have worked toward this absence in the hopes of filling the emptiness with the fullness of the truth, God's love. As with the gentle learning of this course, not all emptiness has come to you at the hands of suffering. Each time you have, quote, fallen in love, you have emptied a space for love to fill. Each time you have felt true devotion, you have emptied a space for love to fill. You have been emptied of the ego self as creative moments of inspiration filled you and emptied of the ego self in moments of connection with God. Oh, yeah. Nice. Thank you, Judy. Conversely, you have been emptied by the lessons of grief as the loss of love has led to a loss of self. You have been emptied by a loss of self the small self, 
due to illness or addiction, depression, or even physical exhaustion. All these things you have brought to yourself, for they have been the only way past the ego's guarded gate. You have tried to live in a house built on a faulty foundation, attempting to make do with what you have. All your time was spent in making repairs, and this time spent kept you too busy to see the light that was always visible through the cracked and peeling walls that you built. That you would eventually call to yourself a fire that would burn these walls to ash or a flood that would wash them away was as much part of the survival mechanism of your real true self as was the rush to rebuild a part of the survival mechanism of the ego self. Thank you. Pat. All this you have already tried to do. These lessons you have already tried to learn. This course has come so that these many things that you have tried need not be repeated, just as the crucifixion came to end the need to learn through suffering and death. The story that I lived was appropriate for the time in which I lived it and has had an appropriateness appropriateness that continues even now. I walked the earth in order to reveal a God of love. The question of the time, a question still much in evidence, was how mighty could God's love be if it were given to a people who suffered? The answer was that God's love was so mighty that he would even allow the death of his own only son to redeem the world. Oh, I can cry. That's mm-hmm. all I feel so good with that. The death of an only son. son. Yeah. Okay. The death the death of an only son then as now, would be seen as a sacrifice of enormous proportions, the greatest sacrifice of all. The point of the story, however, was not one of sacrifice, but one of gift-giving. The greatest gift of all was given, the gift of redemption. The gift of redemption was the gift of an end to pain and suffering and a beginning of resurrection and a new life. It was a gift meant to empty the world of the ego self and to allow the personal self to live on as the one true self, the one true Son of God. The gift of redemption was given once and for all. It is the gift of restoration to original purpose. Without there having been an original purpose worthy of God's Son, the crucifixion would have ended life in form and returned the sons of man to the formless. Instead, the sons of man were freed to pursue their original purpose. Yvonne? Yeah, thank you, Paul, uh, Judy. This story has been repeated endlessly in time, in time extending both forward and back. Each father's son will die. This means not 
what you have taken it to mean and end the series of generations passing. What this means is that in each the ego will die and the true self will be born to life eternal. Without rebirth of the true self, the original purpose goes unfulfilled. Since God is original purpose, original cause, the origin of the true, of true self and of relationship, okay, the origin of true self and of relationship, the original purpose cannot go unfulfilled. What this means is that the illusion will be no more and truth will reign. Such is the reign of God. Amen. Wow, amen. That's right. Oh, thank you, guys. That was so powerful and lovely. Mm. Thank you. Original purpose. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But go on. Cannot be unfulfilled. Amazing. Love it. Thank you. How true it is. I love when we're just stopped in our tracks and brought the silence. <laughs> you know, just brought the silence over the profound. Oh, you know, that whole two pages was so packed, jammed, jam-packed with goodies. Such love. Such profound love. I feel, yeah. you. I feel what you're saying totally. Yeah, it stopped me in my tracks. Mm-hmm. It's like, like yeah, because you know I just I felt it so deeply in my heart as I read and listened to you know both Judy and uh, Yvonne read, and you can like my heart thumped you know, mm. the death of an only son then and now would be seen as a sacrifice of enormous proportions, the greatest sacrifice of all. You know. Over the years, I mean, we've all seen productions of, you know, the crucifixion. But there was one, I don't think it was the Mel Gibson one, or was it? I had gone to the theater. Actually, it was with Reverend Pam, Yvonne, and a few of us. We had gone to see this newest rendition. Or was it my friend Janice? Anyway, I sat. And it was like for the first, I stopped, but I stopped not because the death, it was the love. I felt the love. It was so overwhelming. And the way it was depicted and the whole scene, the crucifixion, I, I, I was sobbing in the movie that my, I forgot who I was with. They were trying to control me, but it wasn't sadness or, or it was love, the overwhelming feeling of, of the love that was what crucifixion really was. It was for love of us. It was 
done because how much God loves us. And it hit me. Oh, my God. And I had seen so many different, you know, renditions, you know, different, yeah, I guess renditions of, you know, the crucifixion. I don't know, that one, the way it just holds the whole look of it, the feel of it. Anyway, I remember that. I came out of that movie sobbing, like just wait, like just weakened from sobbing. Oh, God. Yeah. I know what you mean. I think I saw the, was it The Passion of Christ, the Mel Gibson? And that's normally not the type of Jesus movie I would go to. Mm -hmm. But it was the ending, the ending of it, the resurrection, when he was, got up and he was walking out. I mean, talk about stopping your tracks. I just started bawling my eyes out. That was yeah. the the amount of love, and and there was like total silence in that theater. There yeah. couldn't be a pin drop. It was, um, but I'm not too much on the gore. My favorite was um, Jesus of Nazareth. I loved that mm. movie yeah, or that series. That was I'm perfect casting. That's my Jesus. That's my Jesus. Robert Powell, Robert Powell, he better be there when I transition. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry, Jonathan Ray Rami is my Jesus now from The Chosen. I love that man. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty cool too. Wow. He is so humid. He is. He jokes with his disciples. He, you know, he, he when he feels that love. Oh my God! And oh, you can see he. It's like it's being. It's it's Jesus. I mean, I don't know how this human actor is spent can go through his days normal ever again. Mm-hmm. And he says he's done so many interviews how this role has impacted his life. His hair, his neck, it's him. It's him. And, you know, yeah, of all, I've always said, you know, the pictures, I, I don't even want to see the crucifix. I don't want to see the suffering Jesus. The Jesus picture I have in my house, he's smiling. He's got a nice smile on his face. Oh, that's perfect. I yeah. love a laughing Jesus. That's the Jesus. I have yeah. one that's the sacred heart. And, um, you know, when I was working on my profession was I commissioned art for the Catholic Church so I was always commissioning paintings of Jesus and everybody had their own idea of what he should look like <laughs> you know but oh, yeah. as long as there was a gentle presence about him you know a kindness you could just feel it when the artist got it right you could feel it you could just mm-hmm. feel it. Yeah. Ah, this is a powerful read. Oh my God! Yes. The story that I lived was appropriate for the time in which I lived it, and the appropriateness to continue. Even I walked the earth in order to reveal the God of love. 
The question of the time, a question with much evidence, was now mighty. How mighty could God's love be if it was given to a people who suffered? The answer was that God's love was so mighty that he would even allow the death of his own son to redeem the world. Oh, my that gosh. Is, that pa- yeah, that one paragraph. Yeah. You talk about example life. I, I'm oh, telling yeah. you. So many books, but a course of love. God, you know, Jesus really comes forth as both divine and human. You know, he's divinely mm-hmm. human. <laughs> and divinely he human. is the example of life. He is the example um, mm-hmm. that I can always aspire to. I think, uh, I think so, a lot of that's the point. <laughs> I am so happy to hear your voice. You are so missed when you're not here. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. That is the truth. That is the truth. I mean that. Yes. We do miss you. And and when we come together, the four of us, it is, oh my God, my, my soul is dancing with joy. It's like, yes, my sisters. I know exactly it's my feeling. Yeah, yes, girls right out with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah oh, yeah, he's it. here. He's, oh my he's God, laughing yeah. with us. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sure is. Well, I miss you guys, you know, and there wasn't anything I could really do about it, um, you know. Yeah, just, I, I, you know, when I read, I was just telling Judy when I got on, I said, I reached out to Lana. I think I called and I texted or I emailed and I said, I didn't get any response. And I didn't hear. And I said, well, maybe no news is good news. I'm just going to send prayers in my mind and heart. And there yeah, you came. Yeah. yeah, and that's what so, I was thinking, too. I was just on Facebook for a couple of weeks. I didn't even write. Yes, yeah. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I just see, and I don't even go on Facebook, you know. But it was like, uh, you know, and I was thinking, I said, let me go on and check. But I said, no, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm just going to leave it alone, and I'm going to have faith that she's okay and she'll mm-hmm. be back. That's yeah. the best thing you can do. Just see me heal whole and perfect, you know. That's and, right. and that's all I was doing. I was letting it be, letting it flow, letting it go. I was just in a total non-resistance, you know, I was just allowing, 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 accepting, accepting, and um, and it it passes. It always does. This one was mm-hmm. a little longer, you know. I feel like when I ask for healing, it happens in that moment, but it like it takes time to play out in time, you know. Yes, you know, yes, yeah. And even though the healing's accomplished, when I ask for it. It takes a few days, or in this case, a couple of weeks, <laughs> to um, play out in time. And I, and I think the degree when I experience the healing, I think it goes right to how much I'm resisting or I'm fearing. And even if it's not on a conscious level, I you know yeah. for some reason I'm not allowing that healing to show up and manifest in my experience. So, but it always. But Jesus always heals me. He always heals oh, me. So oh. I, 
I never doubt it. You know, I never, like, doubt it's going to happen. It's just, like, how soon are you going to get off your button and allow it to <laughs> allow it allow to it. Yeah, yeah, it's that's not the word. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. I have wonderful doctors, and Jesus told me a long time ago, just let the doctors take care of your body, and I'll take care of your mind. And so uh, that's what I do. That's I what I do. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It's the mind and heart to heal, and the body just... I have a friend from Boston, and she says, heal the mind and the ass will follow, you know? <laughs> Always. Is that, is that Vicky Poppy? <laughs> no, Glory, Glory. Do you know Glory? No. I, I, know, I, know. I don't know. I, I hear Vicky on, you know, James Simon's... Uh, Oh, yeah, Vicky's yeah. funny, too. I was just talking to her the other day. She you know, she's, she's joined the uh, Monday Night Glenn Hoveman. Uh, yes, she told me. In fact, yeah. um, I um, uh, she wants me to, con- you know, to join it again. And, and, you know, I have this problem, these dental problems. So I have another friend in Boston, Bonnie. I don't know if you know Bonnie. But no. Bonnie's offered to pay for me to get dentures, so I won't be oh toothless. <laughs> She's gonna pay for them for me, you know. And um, I saw, and and they're doing it, so I'll come on the Zoom groups. Yes, <laughs> but my I'll vanity. I'll contribute to the fund. <laughs> oh, you know they're paying to have my dentures, so I can come on the Zoom. Oh. I have. You know, God has given me so many angels all my life. I have so many angels. I have angels here that do my laundry, and they go grocery shopping for me, and they go to the drugstore to get me my medicines. And uh, I mean, God has sent me so many angels. You, you know, know I remember like, Lana when I first met you, heard you on the, you know, the miracles call. And you were saying exactly this, like, you know, you know, at the time you were like financially hurting. You said, but you said, I'm just putting it out there. You know, God will take care of me. And the next call you came on, you said, lo and behold, out of nowhere, I got a check from a friend. Yeah. Yep. It always happens that way. It always happens that way. I don't even have to ask. I never ask for anything. It I just know. always comes. It just always comes. And um, but that's, you know, that's trust, that belief. Yeah. You know. Well, you, you know, know when I had. I just wanted to say one thing here, Lana. You deserve it. Oh yeah. yes, I'm worthy. <laughs> yes. When I was yes. healing, the idea of scarcity. You know, it's like once you ask for healing, don't be surprised that that which needs to be healed shows up. And I said to Jesus, I keep healing about scarcity, and all I get is more scarcity. And so the, (laughs) you know, and and so that's what happens. It comes up so you can look at it with Holy Spirit and choose again, choose to see it differently. And the lesson was the lesson. Um, that I needed to hear or understand and assimilate and was 
I'm sustained by the love of God. It had nothing to do about my bank account. It had nothing to do about anything. All I I just didn't recognize and realize that I was always sustained by the love of God. And Jesus had me look back over my entire life and ask me, haven't you always been sustained by the love of God? And I thought, well, yes. Here I am talking to you, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Here I am, over my head in 74 years, no matter what showed up in this, you know, dreamlike state, I've always been sustained by the love of God. Right. You know, so, and ever since that healing, I've always been, you know, I never have a worry about money, you know. I, it doesn't mean that I don't have situations, but I don't worry about it anymore because I know something's going to happen. A check's going to be in the mail or or something else. Is, you know, it'll be resolved no matter what. It'll be resolved. So that was a big healing for me, a big lesson learned. Just trust That's God. Beautiful. That mm-hmm. is beautiful. Well, my dear sisters, I think I'm going to say good night. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this is beautiful. Oh, thank it's you, nice. everybody, for welcoming me back. <laughs> I oh, love you oh, all. I love I you love all so much. You know, this is my night, Wednesday night. Um, I just love you all. Oh, good. Well, I love, we love you, you, and I love all of you. I do. We love you so much, and we always uh-huh. talk about you and wish you were here when you're not here, and we're so glad that you're here. Oh, and Yvonne, the same thing too. No, thank you guys. Well, nighty night. Have sweet Yvonne, Yvonne, are you still here? Pardon me? Oh, are you still yeah. here, Yvonne? Oh, we lost her. Okay. Oh, we no. love yeah, I know she was very quiet, but I maybe she didn't say anything. Well, if she listens to the recording, I just want to say, Yvonne, I love you. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all love you. Take care, Yvonne. Be well. Love you. Good night. Good night, Yvonne. Good night, everybody. Good night. I love you. Good night. Bye bye. Bye.